Welcome to the 75th episode of the Reading and Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Rutherford. Stay tuned for my interview with thriller writer Tom Knox, the author of many thriller novels including The Lost Goddess, The Genesis Secret, The Marks of Cain, and others. Stay tuned for the interview. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Tom Knox, author of the new thriller novel, The Lost Goddess. Tom, welcome to the podcast. Hi, nice, nice to speak to you. Sure, sure. Well, the listeners haven't heard about your new novel, The Lost Goddess, yet. Can you describe what the novel is all about? Yeah, there's, there's kind of two strands to the plot. One is set in, uh, in France, in the, in the great Ice Age caves of France, uh, Paleolithic caves like, like Chauvet and Lascaux, where they're amazing ice age paintings and some very strange skulls that really were discovered in in those caves um a lot of my books are based on 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 the truth and these these very strange skulls with these strange wounds were discovered in the 19th century and the other half of the book is set in indochina in cambodia and thailand and the tiny little kingdom of Laos. um and and they, they kind of focus on the, the history of communism, in, the terrible history of communism in those countries, in particular in Cambodia. Great. Well, I know that some of the inspiration for The Lost Goddess came from your own travels in Cambodia and Laos. As someone traveling to these countries as, as you know, obviously um, somewhat of an outsider, I'm curious, what fascinated you about the people and the cultures of, of those two countries? Uh, you mean Cambodia and and Thailand, right. two, those two countries, right? Um, well, the, 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 well, for start, they're, they're so different. The Thais are a kind of uh, go-ahead capitalist, quite energetic yet affable people, and with a, with a, a, a monarchy they love, and a, a, despite what you hear, a fairly stable society. Cambodia is a much more troubled place, um, and in some ways, therefore, perhaps more interesting. It has a history of black magic and strange witchcraft, and it has this truly appalling history of, of the communist regime in Cambodia. And people forget this. I mean, it's amazing that people don't remember that this was probably the worst regime as such in the history of, of, of human society. The Khmer Rouge murdered two million of their own people. That's, that's probably 30% of the entire population of the country. They killed their own people. And my book tries to explore how such a demonic regime could arise. I, I find it a fascinating part of the world. Wow. Well, your novel combines both historical discoveries, as you mentioned earlier, in, in France, but, but it also uh, discusses genetic experiments. And obviously, you've done your research into genetics and genetic experimentation. What do you think that kind of the... Uh, that most people don't realize about kind of what's going on in genetics today that's not necessarily in the headlines? Well, well I mean, uh, yeah, my book goes into the, in, into the past and quite menacing history of genetics, but also looks slightly ahead towards the future and what we might be able to do to, uh, to the human mind and to the human genome, given the science we are now, we are now uncovering. For instance, we may in the future discover that we can genetically make it impossible for people to be homosexual. Um, how would we feel about that? I have plenty of gay friends who would be outraged at that idea, but it may become possible. I mean, to give parents that opportunity to say, your child will definitely not be gay. Um, so well, uh, huge moral dilemmas are going to arise uh, in the future, as they have arisen, arisen already in the past, as my, my book investigates. Right, right. Well, well, 
I'm, I'm curious about your, your kind of path to, to publication and your success as a writer. You, you, you've prior to yeah. the lost goddess, you, you had two best-selling novels, the Genesis secret and the marks of Cain in terms of your own personal um, history. Did you always want to write or what drove you to sit down and write your first thriller? Or is it something you've always wanted to do? Uh, it's probably genetic. <laughs> my, dad, my dad is a writer. So um, yeah, I think I'm a living example of the, of the validity of, of genetic science. And my dad's a writer. I saw also maybe a bit of nature and nurture. I saw him writing as well. So that was an example. But also I remember writing when I was a kid. I was four years old. I would write stories in like exercise books. And so I've always wanted to tell a story. And the, the great thing about thrillers that I've discovered later in my writing life is that you can really tell a story. You can really get into a, a traditional narrative. Um, and, and, and the story is, is really all that counts, the plot, the story, driving that on. And I, I love telling a story. And, and so, so what was it like for you when you originally wrote The Genesis Secret? Did you, did you um, when you finished it, what, what was the process like for you getting that, that thriller uh, published? It was fantastic. I got really rich. <laughs> I made loads. Um, I, I, before that, I'd written these very sensitive literary fiction, these novels that get nice reviews and don't sell many copies. And I was I was a bit bored of being poor. And the Genesis Secret sold in 25 countries, and you know it made a lot of money. And it was very gratifying. It wasn't just the money; it was the readers. I had suddenly I had hundreds of thousands of readers around the world emailing me. And as a writer, that's the best possible feedback. It's just people you'd never met saying I loved your book, or even I hated it, but interested enough to email you out of the blue from Jakarta or Kenya. I loved that. That was so. That Genesis Secret was a was a revelation and a, you know, a wondrous thing for me. So what what was the what was the difference for you like? Um, you know, you you mentioned earlier you alluded to uh, you know more literary uh, novels. From from that to your experience yep. of writing the Genesis Secret was the I imagine the process was was somewhat different. It is. <clears throat> I mean, in um in. Uh, Literary fiction is, isn't it, is in a way, its own genre. It's the sort of novels, the novels that get prizes. Um, but if you're writing a thriller, you've got to focus. You have to construct the plot first. You've got to really nail down that plot. It's the scaffolding. It's the superstructure. It's the blueprint. And without that, there is no novel. There is no thriller. And that was a learning process for me. That that first thriller is to realise how important it was to get each chapter exactly in place before I even began. Um, and I, 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 since then, I've written more thrillers and I've, I've learned on the job. But um, but, but I hadn't really grasped how difficult it was to get a plot exactly right. But it is absolutely vital, as I now know. And and what is that process like for you on kind of a nuts and bolt level? Do you, do you uh, I mean, it sounds like from what you just described that you do a lot of extensive outlining before you even start writing the story. Is, is that the case? That's absolutely the case, yeah. I mean, it's fascinating to, to, for me to realize how, you, as I said, I've learned on the job. I feel like somebody was told to, 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 I don't know, build a cathedral and was given a few stones at first. You've got no idea. And yes, actually, 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 can you can you stop for a minute? And I will actually spend more time on that than I will actually. Sure. Actually, I was just going to say, could you stop for a moment and just just repeat what you you just said because you you broke up. Sorry. Okay, no problem. Yeah. Um, can you, do you want to repeat the question? Then I'll, then I'll give you an answer. Yeah, sure. Um, so I, I'm just I'm just curious. From what you just said, it sounds like you do um, extensive outlining before you start working on 
uh, writing the story. Is that the case for you? Absolutely, yeah. Um, as I've learned uh, again on the job, I've realised how important it is to get the outlining and the plotting exactly right. Um, and and I, I, I like to read about this, about how other writers have approached this. I, the other day I read about P.G. Woodhouse. And you, you read P.G. Woodhouse's comedies and you think, oh, he must have written that in a week. But no, he would spend three months plotting a book before he even began writing it. And then the writing would take three weeks. It was the plotting that he found the hardest part. But once he got that right, then the rest of it would flow. And I, I find the same thing. I'm not P.G. Woodhouse by any means, but I but I, I totally understand where he's coming from. You, once you've got the framework in place, the rest of it is just like coloring in. Right. Well, what are you working on now? Are you writing another thriller? I certainly am. I'm here in Thailand. Uh, it's midnight. I've been writing all day. I'm writing um, a new thriller called Resurrection, which is uh, set partly in Egypt and partly in my my a place called Cornwall in England, which is a very remote, quite poetic part of England where I come from. It's the first time I've ever used it in a book. So I'm using a bit of my my own family background and also the amazing history and present situation of Egypt, which I visited recently during the revolution. Where it, was, it was quite, it was pretty startling. Hmm. And and so, given what you've you've learned as you've as you've described uh, in writing thrillers, especially compared to kind of your your earlier kind of literary novels that you mentioned, um, what tips or advice would you offer for aspiring writers who are you know wanting to write commercial fiction or thrillers or mysteries? Uh. It's, it's, it's going to be slightly boring advice. It is it's get that. I, sorry, but it's the obvious answer is get get have a great idea and then build a good story. Um, don't just sit down and think because you can write. Don't think as I did because you can write a nice sentence. You can never write a nice book. That's not true. Um, you've really got to think about that plot. You've got to get it. You've got to nail it to the ground, kill it, really get it, stamp on it, make it up, flatten it totally. And then once you've got that sorted, then it, then then you can build your cathedral. But you need the blueprint first. Um, and you need that good idea. You do need an idea that, ins- that it not not only inspires readers but inspires you. Every time you sit down at the desk, you've got to think this is a good idea. Get a great idea. That's my easy advice. <laughs> That's great. Well, where can people find out more about you online? Um, I've got a, 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 a website, uh, TomKnoxBooks.com. Um, I've got an ever-growing Wikipedia entry, Tom Knox brackets author close brackets. Uh, so yeah, I think if you Google my name, you'll find me online. Great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Tom Knox, author of the new thriller The Lost Goddess, and it's available in bookstores now. Is there anything that we didn't cover, Tom, that you would like to talk about? Uh. No, I think I'll draw a veil of discretion over the rest, if I could. Okay, well, thanks for doing the interview. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for listening to my latest podcast. If you have a chance, please leave a review of the podcast in iTunes. It only takes a moment. Until next time, read some good books and be well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.